0: Board Game Review, Funny Fox, Hashi Games Distribution. You all remember Wordle? Do you remember Wordle? For a time, it was the morning cup of coffee staple before everyone jacked themselves into the online work environment at 9am. People loved and still love it so much that a major national newspaper paid the designer of the game a hefty sum to have it appear on their website. Now of course it's maybe not as popular in public, but I'm sure it still very much has its fans guessing away and cursing when badly spelled US words come up. It's not colour, C-O-L-O-R. Before Wordle, the last big thing I remember was Sudoku, a game that had been quietly bubbling away from the 19th century to its renaming in Japan and subsequent feature in a British newspaper in 2004. The public loved its simplicity and complexity How it could be both very accessible And almost code-breaking cryptic Should the need arise Sudoku is still very much a thing And is such the essence of its, if it's purity That trying to create something Based on those extremely strong foundations Seems like trying to solve a puzzle in the dark With invisible ink And the rules keep changing And never going to give you up Plays in a constant loop in the background So funny fox games who I've heard are not only funny, but extremely cunning, have decided to enter the fray with their take on Sudoku. A number tile laying point scoring area control with additional carp bonus. The premise is simple. You'll lay out some random tiles in a 9x9 grid, and depending on the number of players you'll turn up some of the tiles face up. Each of these tiles has a smaller well-known 3x3 grid on them, but the tiles are divided into gardens of smaller 3, 4 and 5 sized squares, on your turn, you place a tile and follow along with the standard Sudoku rules. The only difference being that you have the same number of numbers in the tiles as long as they're in different gardens. You can't place a number in the same row or column where the number matches. When you take your turn, you can only play a tile in a row or column where you've played one of your previous tiles. Oh, and you also get stones that allow you to block anyone from playing in a particular tile. And at the end of the game, if you played enough lower number tiles, you might win a carp that you can then use to double your points for a garden that you've won. And once the dust settles, the winner of each garden wins points, (coughs) with the number of squares in each of the garden and the overall winner is decided. By this time, the Sudoku purists have already flipped the table, screaming at the desecration to their lovely number template, because this is definitely not the number purity you were expecting here. The base rules are bubbling under and for a brief second you might wince that this is maybe too complicated, too much on top of such a lovely game. But put your fears aside because apart from some unlearning on your part, this is brain thinky and pause strategy and the oh so famous about to place a counter before swiftly grabbing it back into your arms like a recently saved puppy. A robot does that lovely, brilliant thing of having you think of a possible strategy and then cause you to completely rethink your plan as someone decides to place the number 7 where you least need it to be or a stone in the one place that you really needed to put down your 6. There's a constant there and here as you balance placing higher value tiles to win gardens but also need to make sure you're still placing your lower value pebbles in order to control the much-coveted double-scoring space carps. The scoring pebbles are double sided, but have a combination of numbers that add up to 10, so you have a 7 on one side and a 3 on the other. Again, it's a slight reminder that you're trying to play two types of game here. With so much to bear in mind it'll take a couple of games for the rules to fully sink in and play correctly, but once you have that under control then games can easily be played in under 20 minutes, if not less. you will take longer pondering and grimacing. This is a game that cries out for all the chaos of four players because while two players works well with a reduced board a larger player count means that the game steps up a level in terms of thinking time frustration and regretted placements and that's frankly delicious heroba looks the part the components are well put together and while you could argue that the theme doesn't have a huge connection to the mechanics the calmness of the illustrations and graphical design further hint that this is a game where you are sipping a beverage while staring straight ahead with a small pebble grasped tightly in your hand it could have messed us up when using Sudoku as a base point. Instead, Haroba has managed to give those base mechanics its own personal spin that gives us enough of its own identity. This is pure player interaction as well as at the base level. You'll be actively messing up other plans, you'll be causing grudges and taking delight in others' analysis paralysis. I'm pleasantly surprised by this one. This review is based on the final retail version of the game provided to us by games distributor Hashi Games. We were not paid for this review. We give a general overview of the gameplay, and so not all of the mechanical aspects of the game may be mentioned. You can read the original version of the review on our website, which is wearenotwizards.co.uk. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. A wizard is never late. Oh, oh, oh,